So in our last episode, we covered a little bit about the framework, right? The dream that changed everything. How are you? My name is Jorge Cohen, and I'm here at the Purpose Fuel Leader Podcast. How are you, everyone? Well, glad to have you here. And um, this episode, we're going to talk a little bit more about the actual transformation. What happened next? Right, So I got this epiphany that says your life can be different. And I actually figured out a way to make that happen. And I modeled and studied every single thought leader, person that I admired. And they all went through the same process. They all took a look at their belief system that usually changed. They understood what their fantasies were, their feelings. They started focusing on different aspects. And they created a framework to drive their actions forward. And especially, they had leveraged their life circumstances and reframed them to go from pain or friction to flow and momentum. So there it was. Two years later, after my big depression and suicidal thoughts on a regular basis, and I decided to move forward and study an MBA. I had no money. Nonetheless, I applied. I was accepted. And I basically had to work for it and ask for some loans. My family also chipped in and helped. So that was good. And towards the end of my MBA... I came across this opportunity. Basically, I was presented with an offer from a big pharmaceutical company, which I did my, uh, my summer internship at. And this was a job offer beyond my wildest dreams. I never have seen that amount of money being offered to me. I've never made that amount of money. And it was insane. But right then and there, what I was offered, what I most crave, which was financial security, I decided not to take it. So basically, I decided to follow one of my mantras, which is get uncomfortable. And I decided to go the entrepreneurial route. And let me tell you, that was a hard decision and a hard route to take. And let me tell you why. Because even though my heart, my inner being said, go for it, go towards your goal, my mind was actually fearful, right? 
again this release well but yeah but you didn't have any money and then this is a security blanket and you'll stop suffering and you should take it right all this all these uh, stories and all this chatter in your mind and additionally when my parents found out that I wanted to be an entrepreneur and basically said no to this particular job offer well, the other voices started uh, popping up, right? You're crazy, don't do it, take the job, you're going to do well, you're going to be great. And, and those voices are there to confront you. And the way I see it now is Tony Robbins, I think it's Tony Robbins, that says the only way to push forward is to burn the boats. Right? So if you want to conquer the beach, burn the boats. And I think those voices are there to test you. It's, for me, it's a very, uh, let's say, uh, spiritual way. Not sure if that makes sense to you, but it's a spiritual way in which life or the universe or whatever you believe in tests you. And basically test you on how deep of a desire is it for you to go after what you are able to accomplish. And how easy it is for you to settle for something less. So when you actually burn the boat and go towards your dream, that's when magic starts to happen. Of course, I decided to take the entrepreneur route. Many of the people I loved considered this the wrong decision. It was a scary decision, but nonetheless, I decided to pursue. And the first commitment I did with myself is I would say no to absolutely everything else except my dream of having a successful company that will provide for me and my future family, which I wasn't married at that stage. So I created a digital company that uh, basically focused on the pharmaceutical industry, which I learned a lot from my previous summer internship job. And uh, at that stage, in life, or at that stage, uh, I think it was roughly 2006, I created my first full company called Milk Media. And funny story, it was called Milk Media because when I was brainstorming with the initial potential founders that I wanted to invite to the project, a glass of water spilled, and that's how the name came to be, we then rebranded it differently and we came up with a more uh, interesting story to tell customers, which everyone usually asked about the name. So, uh, but moving on. I created Milk Media, right? And the first thing that uh, this company did was at that stage, internet, well, was just starting, but there was another interesting phenomenon happening in the world called digital signage. And digital signage was these digital screens that now you see everywhere from restaurants to billboards to restrooms to cabs even. They're everywhere, right? But at that time, they were nowhere. 
So I decided, what if I applied this global trend to this vertical, to this specific industry, the first digital signage pharmaceutical or pharma uh, network? And I thought it was a brilliant idea, right? The problem with my brilliant idea was twofold. One, I had no digital signage experience or suppliers. And two, well, I had no clients, basically. So, and I had no money. So, what I did after that is, when the great thing about not having anything, but having the desire, is that you become resourceful. That it's a great, 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 great asset to have in your favor. So what I decided to do is I went, I bought a ticket. There was a, an expo a convention going on in Las Vegas about digital signage. Most of the suppliers were going to be there. So I went and uh, I, I, I don't remember. I think it was uh, uh, my father who landed me the money. And, uh, and I went and spent a day just at the convention center exploring every single booth, going to every single talk, learning everything I could about digital signage. And then I came up, I understood which was the company that I needed to partner with to make my business a success. So I was like, great. So I went ahead. I scheduled some time with the CEO. He didn't receive me because I was basically a no one. So I stood outside the booth waiting for him to end his meetings, to talk to him. I went in, spoke with him. He said, well, I like you. You have drive. You have leadership. You have a great idea and nothing else. Meaning we will not partner with you. So I said, I will prove you wrong. I went back and uh, I basically went to a hospital group, the largest in Mexico City. And I talked to one of the marketing heads. I told him, well, I have this idea. What if we put TV screens in every single waiting room and every single elevator from patients basically to doctors' waiting rooms, and we create the first health channel for patients in Latin America. And they were thrilled. Well, sounds like a great idea, but then why do we need you? And I told them, well, I can share that uh, I've secured a contract with the largest digital signage company in the U.S., and they're backing me, so I think you should back me up as well because they can leverage the technology to better serve your customers. And I've also letters of intent with potential advertisers which would then make this network not only a great thing to have, but profitable. And we can do a revenue split on the advertising profits. So it's like, great. Show me the letters. So I got a letter of intent from the hospital claiming what I just told you. 
And with that letter, I went to two pharmaceutical companies. I told them, well, uh, I have this partner in the U.S., uh, a technology company that uh, basically uh, it's helping me launch a network in hospitals. And you could be the first to advertise directly segmented by area of, you know, uh, of therapeutic uh, treatment within hospital groups. What do you say? So like, great. Since I have a letter of opportunity, I would just need uh, uh, to see a rollout plan. And based on the rollout plan, then we can definitely negotiate a contract. So I was thrilled. And then I went back to the digital signage company and said, well, I already have a letter of intent from the hospital group, from a pharmaceutical company in terms of advertising, and they're ready to go whenever you're ready to go. So basically with that, they came to Mexico with me to assess if that was true. And since I created a goodwill between all the parties, I was able to schedule some time with the CEO of this big hospital group. And when they saw me, the CEO of the hospital saw me arrive with the head CEO of this digital signage company that was the global leader, right, in digital signage technology at the time, well, they basically uh, believed that I was with them. And after that meeting, they signed the contract. And when I told you that uh, there's a spiritual thing or a life thing or whatever, that when you push forward your desire, your momentum and your focus with your whole being, the universe conspires in your favor. But let me tell you a funny story about that. Uh, after that meeting at the hospital group with the CEO of the digital signage company and me decided to go for lunch, right? So we were heading back for lunch in a particular restaurant. And at that restaurant, the CEO of the largest TV network in Latin America was sitting there having lunch. Now keep in mind that uh, this is Forbes top 100 type of person, right? So uh, we sat down very close to him and he walks up to the table and says, Jorge, it's nice to see you. Let's stay in touch. I'd love to schedule some time together. Here's my number. Please contact my admin and let's schedule some time. Enjoy your lunch. And then he left. And I was struck, like in complete awe. Because, basically, I didn't know this person. Again, I knew who he was, but he didn't know me and I didn't know him. So how come he said my name, gave me his contact details, and then basically left, right? So what uh, the CEO of this digital signage company says, like, wow, you know Mr. Ascaraga, which was the CEO? I said, of course. He knows me, and I know I know him, and uh, and they were completely blown away by this, and they signed the contract there. So 
what actually happened, well, yeah, okay, I'll tell you now. So what actually happened was uh, my uncle had the Department of Emotional Intelligence at UCLA, and he gives amazing, amazing uh, talks. So Jorge Cherbosque is his name. And, and he basically uh, uh, consults for top 500 companies and CEOs and leaders around the world. And uh, we look similar to one another. And Mr. Ascaraga confused him with me. Good thing is we both have the same first name. So serendipity, chance, destiny, whatever you want to call it, but it worked towards my favor. And I was able to sign those two contracts, which would then I would take to the pharmaceutical company. And I was able to sign my first multi-million dollar contract right then and there. So when you push forward beyond the resistance, beyond the friction, beyond the words, beyond the chatter, beyond the doubt of yourself and others, amazing things happen. The universe conspires in your favor. And it was all an amazing journey to build a company from the ground up until a faithful 2008 where I hit a very big wall. And, uh, well, I guess you gotta stay tuned for my next podcast to see what the wall was. See you later. I hope you enjoyed this and I hope you got a lot of uh, golden nuggets out of this. And uh, remember, uh, I'm in Instagram as JS Cohen. You can follow me there as well. And, um, well, see you in my next podcast. Have a great day.